Hey everybody, so before this episode gets underway here, I just wanted to take a minute. Uh, me and the boys recorded this two days before Christmas, um, and the Sunday prior to that, we actually were able to get together in person safely and hang out, which was really great, and I enjoyed seeing them. And even Springmore showed up, and we were talking to him, and we were like begging him basically to come on the podcast and join us. Um, and we were, we, we were trying to convince him, and he was kind of on the fence. And so we started recording, hoping for a Christmas miracle. And I'm pleased to say that no, sadly, unfortunately, our fifth host, Springborn, was unable to join us tonight. And we do sincerely hope that he will join us in the next episode. So please stick around for that. All right. Enjoy the episode. I've been feeling a little philosophical. Okay. Okay. And I'm thinking about consciousness. Like how we're consciously incompetent? <laughs> yes, a little bit more broadly speaking, though. Okay, but good. Like the experience of consciousness. I heard this right. on a video recently of someone was proposing that all there is is consciousness. All there is is consciousness. That all oh, that sounds false, but there has to be an well, argument. No, that's there. like that's like Descartes, right? That's like it's a little bit like Descartes. You know, is that all that we know from our experience? is what we've experienced and consciousness is kind of that which holds that experience you know it's our awareness of the experience that is the only thing we know for sure the only thing we have a certainty towards mm-hmm. Descartes was but a little different that's... though he was kind of messed up in the way he, he, he said it but that's different than than saying everything is consciousness but think about it tell me something that's not consciousness well like you can you like there's a thing so you're saying the only thing we can prove for sure exists is consciousness is basically what that's saying, right? It's not saying that everything necessarily, because like a chair isn't consciousness. But, that, but again, Our that's, the, that's just Descartes, right? Is like, consciousness. Isn't that the whole point of that quote? Descartes would tell you that it was like the chair might not be real because of optical illusions. Whereas this would say that the chair is a part of your consciousness because you can see the chair and your perception is part of consciousness and you can touch the chair and the sensation that that makes when you touch a chair. Yeah. But that's not saying the chair is consciousness. It's saying that your experience of the chair is consciousness. Yes. So yeah. So the chair itself is not consciousness. That's a little pedantic, right? Like this is one of those discussions where I feel like if it doesn't change how you act or you know, it doesn't change your decisions or how you see the world in any way. I don't really know. There's no. What the there's point no. Of, yeah, it's like oh, it's thing. it's it's everything's consciousness. Everything is pasta. Right? Yeah. Ooh. Well, no, it's it's a little like it's almost like you know, what if we live in a simulation type thing? It's like, well, yeah, I guess we could in theory, but does it matter? Like, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I like what you said, Max. That you know, things aren't worth thinking about if they don't have some kind of application to the way you live your life and choose your decisions. Yeah. But I guess the the thing that struck me about it is this idea that, you know, things are not separate. That, like, we see the world in kind of these separate entities, you know, of, like, I'm an object, and that's an object, and you're an object, and we're all these, Don't objectify me, Jesse. These objects. <laughs> what is this? An that, object-oriented programming language? Exactly. But the only thing we have experience of is not the objects, but the subject that sees the objects. 
like we are we are just subjects and we only experience the objects is this like the idea that like my idea of the color red could be totally different from your idea of the color red kind of but i think i think more so the idea that like yeah like we have common consciousnesses you know like there's shared experience to that but the the idea that like looking out into the world i am not separate from the things that I see. It's all kind of one within this field of awareness that you could call consciousness. Like your experience of all the things around you almost kind of creates this lack of separation between it all. I think I think then it sort of just comes to how you define the terms because from a practical sense, again, right, I am separate from the chair over there and like word-wise, but like you could say like, well, technically everything is all one because it's just your experience and your experience is one experience. And so you could say technically it's all one, but like that's sort of just like you're just redefining terms sort of thing. That's what it sort of seems like to me. It sounds like you hit a blunt and you're like, whoa, dude. (laughs) (laughs) No, let's go sit on the couch and eat some Doritos. Like the only thing that exists is consciousness you ever think Whoa. about that? Crazy. Everything well, else, dude, you are just out. Everything there. else is just like your opinion, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, that actually brings up a, a question of like, what even is consciousness? And that was the idea that this guy. Again, I'm not posing this as my own thoughts, but I wanted to reflect on it. And this guy said, like, like if you start thinking a thought right now, right, like, any okay, thought, there's some kind of space like underneath that thought that thought like appears in something right yeah your brain you know it just doesn't come out of it's like it's like held by some kind of thing okay and not a it's not a thing but it's it's like a space it's not a space but it's like the thought rises to the surface of your mind yeah, no, I get what there's you're something that yeah. holds it right and then he said listen to the things around you like if someone's talking listen to that voice and like what you're hearing is held in some kind of space and like in your mind or in general just in like there's like it's not just that it's out there it's not like a sound out there like it's held somewhere in like, your a, like a short-term memory like yeah kind of like that but like a really short term like a like a present term you know what i mean mm-hmm. yes exactly like a present term memory i love that way that you described that max and it was he was kind of saying that whether you're talking about your thoughts or your feelings or your like sensations like touch or smell or sight, like whatever we are experiencing right now, it's all held in like that same space. Like that that space in your mind that holds that thought is the same space that holds a smell when we smell something. It's like underneath it almost. Okay. And that's consciousness. So like experience then resides on top of or within your consciousness is what you're saying. Yeah. Right? Like, experience is the thing that wells to the top of your consciousness. Mm-hmm. Based on your, whatever, interactions, perceptions of the world. Yeah. That's what you're saying. And so then the idea, too, is that, like, I don't know. Does that help, Phil, when you say, how would we define consciousness? I don't know. It still seems like you're saying a lot of words without, like, necessarily defining it. Because you're saying, like, consciousness is this thing 
where you like remember the last time you remembered something, which isn't quite a memory, but it's almost a memory of a memory hey, of a thought hey, of an Phil? experience. Phil. Yeah. This is what it's like every time you bring up a topic. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but like that's fair, but I think consciousness like I feel like you're saying all these things that are a part of consciousness, but we're looking at what consciousness itself is. Is consciousness the current thought that you have? Is consciousness your collective thoughts slash memories? Is it your current, your immediate it's, experience? Well, it's it's is like it all of your experiences consciousness together. Consciousness is like an, you know? a, sub- a subjective experience of the world, mm-hmm. right? I I think that's probably a good good way of saying it. Go go on, Max. No, I was just trying to make it concise. Like that's subjective meaning. Every, it's going to be slightly different, right? It's not, you know, particular to the universe. It's not like the same for everyone. It's subjective. I'll offer a, I'll offer a statement if you want. Go for it, John. Okay, so you guys absolutely can tell me that this sounds stupid. Um, so we have experience, and then taking a step back from experience is consciousness which allows us to see that experience and contemplate that experience. So, would you agree with this so far? Mm-hmm. Maybe. Keep going. Maybe. Well, so, basically, all I was going to conclude with is we don't have a way to take another step back from consciousness, and so that's why it seems kind of confusing. Uh, this is more like a direct response to Phil asking for clarification. Like, there is no... There is no level higher or, like, further pulled back than consciousness for us. Like, we can't zoom out that lens and contemplate consciousness (laughs) outside of consciousness, you know? Exactly. Oh, no, guys. We gotta focus now. We got a league match. We gotta buckle down. Yeah, it's the bubble butt bottom boys. (laughs) Anyways, consciousness. No, but I like what you're saying, John, and I think that's why this guy suggested that everything is made of consciousness. Because it's like... The, um, okay, yes. Now that makes way more sense. Right? Now that I, I have said my two cents worth. Yeah, be, because in, the, in that sense, he's right. There isn't another like level to pull out to. There isn't another field of view that's further out than consciousness. Mm-hmm. That we can experience, at least. And kind of the idea of it is to think of, like, who am I in that sense? Because he says we tend to think of I as like this person that's like a collection of thoughts and feelings, right? So wait, wait, wait. Does consciousness include your memories or no? I was lost on that. If I remember something, what is that memory? It's images, right? Or it's sounds or it's smells. And all of those things, as they come to my mind, appear within that same kind of field that holds the experience of that coming to my mind. Yeah, right? So you... But you experience a memory, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. I guess so that memory... experience happens in consciousness. Exactly. Yeah, that's exactly what we're saying. Okay, this is what I was talking about. It doesn't. It, you're not talking about anything. You're just like sort of pedantically defining words, but not not in ways that you're going to use. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But the consciousness, I think, like having that definition could be interesting because it poses questions like. Why do humans have this like present experience that can be held here? Right? Yeah. I mean, there are interesting questions about consciousness, but like where memories are, I don't 
that that's sort of being petty. can i all right ask me an interesting question about consciousness then let's can get I, back on can track. i okay okay here so can i pose a question right that i don't know necessarily how much it has to do with consciousness but i think it, it does to some extent right and but it's sort of an off-ramp of everything else so how does free will play into all this in terms of that all right see this is in so this is a the thing where no see this is a thing where i feel like because I've listened to so many podcasts, like, I feel like I've heard this twice on different podcasts. This, like, the free will consciousness. CGP Grey has a video about it. He's talked about it on podcasts and stuff. Um, yeah, sure, Max. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's an interesting thing. But I also feel like now that now that I've, I've heard it, like, that whole conversation a couple times, uh, it's, like, lost mm-hmm. its novelty to me you know what i mean max do you have a question about consciousness then that you could prompt um i i don't have a question no that's fine i was just asking because you're right like we are just debating terms yeah no my point there no because this is like a separate thing which is like i do think it's an interesting question but it's just like um you've had this it's yeah it, it feels like we're just rehashing something that someone else has already done even though i know that you guys haven't listened to it so it's not like you're just like copying anything. No, but I mean that—that's um, fair. You're like that. That's how you feel. That's fine. That's your experience. That's my experience. Yeah. Ho ho! Look at that. Yeah. So I, I only mention that be, especially because free will, because there's like a whole Hello Internet episode where they talk about free will and like. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I do think the free will conversation is different than the consciousness yeah. conversation. Well, I, they are related. Like, for example, can a robot be conscious? And if a robot can be conscious, then does that mean that free will is a lie? Because robots are programmed deterministically. And if a robot can be conscious, then d- is our consciousness also deterministic? Yeah. Does that make sense? In other words, mm-hmm. like, are our decisions informed just by, like, the chemical state of our brain at a given time and not by, like, our own magic decisions under the hood? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they're related. They're, they're definitely related. Uh-huh. Jesse, do you have a question? <laughs> Do I have a question? Like a consciousness question, yes, I, yeah. I do have more consciousness questions. I hate the free will. Okay, keep us going then. Um, like, is there such thing as pure consciousness? What is that? What is that? Mean? I don't even know what consciousness yeah, is. Yeah, like that, sorry, that is a term we're going to have to define. So, well, what we're saying right now is that consciousness is, you know, in this conversation at least, you know, that which kind of holds the experience. Okay. Okay. Right? Oh, I think I know where you're going. So is it possible to experience that awareness, right? That whatever is holding the experience without the experience on top of it? Well, that's what I was driving at earlier. Oh, you mean like... like when we started to like get into the subconscious Wait, do you mean thing. like can you simulate a consciousness? Is that what you're talking about? No, not at all. I don't mean simulation at all. Can you experience your consciousness without like, like an can experience? You, can you... Can you be aware of your consciousness without having experience, like a current experience? I think what the first thing I thought of was like people in a coma because they're not really having. So you mean dreams? Yeah, like dreams. Is that what you mean? Well, that's well, dreams are still an experience, you could say. So then, what's not? But like, we are self-aware, right? Like Jesse, help us out here. Are we understanding this correctly? Yeah, I guess the the idea of it is to be. Of what would it mean to be aware of the consciousness? Well, we are. Exactly. Yes. But like the, the kind of example they posed was that if I ask you right now, are you aware? 
The answer is yeah. The answer is yes, right? Yeah. But there's a space, like, in between the question, like, even if you were to ask yourself, it kind of makes the sense. Like, John, right now, if you were to ask yourself, am I aware? And then you'd answer yes. It's yeah. like, as you ask the question, you're, like, not quite sure, you know, in a way. And then you say yes, because you are sure. And there's something that happens in between those two. We're like, you like, you, you're talking about like, like the check where you see if you're aware. It's almost like, like this, like subtle being aware of the awareness of the experience. Well, it's, so you're no, talking this, about like, an, like animals dumb. are conscious, but maybe not self-aware. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sort of like, sort of like that. Like they experience things, obviously they have memories and all that, but they aren't, they don't contemplate their own existence necessarily uh-huh. yeah but at, at that point like you're at that point pure consciousness is just self-awareness yeah but pure consciousness as in like you i guess i don't know maybe that's a loaded term but it's like the idea of um in terms of seeing and this is where it comes back is that everything is one kind of idea is that to be able to see and and by see i mean like all of the perceptions thoughts emotions that like being like aware of the awareness behind all of it as you're experiencing it. So it's not like a void of experience. Like I've just cut off my experience completely, but it's the fact that I'm not just present in the experience, but I'm also present in the consciousness of the experience. That just sounds like a sort of like inception of awareness of like, I'm aware that I'm aware, which makes me aware. Yeah. Like it, Still kind of sounds like drug trippy, like, whoa, I'm like thinking about my thoughts kind of thing. I'm thinking about how I'm thinking and now I can think about how I'm thinking about how I'm thinking. Yeah, this sounds like like a downward spiral of overthinking. Okay, so so to put it more clearly, I guess if we take our chair example of like the idea is to to see with this eye of like non-duality consciousness is to when you see the chair instead. You cut did, out. Did, yeah, I cut out. Just say, just say, where is just say? He's not here. Just say, it's Jesse Brodka. He is not here. Jesse, are you guys enjoying my serenation? I didn't say stop. Doesn't mean you're enjoying it. Jesse, just, 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 Jesse, hey. Jesse. Oh, he's hey, back. Jesse's back. Did the last thing I said make sense? I don't know when I was cut off. You said something. You, you, you said something about the, chair, about the chair, and then you cut. Okay, guy. So yeah. like, looking at the chair, if in looking, and this might not be a part. Uh, I don't know if this is the best example, but like, like we did that thought experience of like you could you can see your thought, and then you could see the consciousness that kind of holds the thought, right? Yeah. It's like, what if you made that way? of thinking like habitual that it's that every time you're thinking you're not just having the thought but as you have the thought you are aware that you were having the thought yeah and again that starts to sound trippy but if you see the field you know but like that just sort of sounds like a different way of thinking and not necessarily like being aware of your consciousness right because then you're just saying when i think about a thing i also think about the fact that i'm thinking about the thing you know, like people don't do that, first of all. 
But like that doesn't I don't think I don't think like thinking about the fact that you're thinking about the thing makes you in any way sort of more aware of the deeper consciousness because yeah, that like it, thinking about thinking about the fact that you're thinking about a thing just then becomes part of the experience. Like like no offense to this guy whatsoever, but it sounds like the kind of thing where you say it and at first everybody's like, "Whoa, that's so deep and cool." And then you think about it and it's like, "Wait, that doesn't actually like mean anything." You know? Yeah, I'm still I'm still not sure exactly what the meaning of that is. I'm I'm with John. I hear you. You kind of say it's just like a, a thought trippy kind of like a Yeah, it a just it, it does. It sounds like something you say when you're high. Like you got the number 4 and then you like add 2 and subtract 2, then add 2 again, then subtract 2 and everyone's like, "Ooh, look at that 4." But it's just like the same thing. Kind of, yeah. Like it's great okay interesting so, analogy, so let's, but okay let's go through it i'm thinking about this whiteboard that i can see hanging in my room that i don't use because i don't mm-hmm. like it now i'm thinking about the fact that i'm thinking about the whiteboard and that's the thing that's where it, it don't mix up consciousness with thinking because again thoughts like the thought okay then we'll put it the way that you had because i meant it the way that you were talking about so there's the whiteboard and I can see it. And that's the only sense I'm experiencing it with right now because thank God I can't smell it. And I also am aware of the pool that the whiteboard experience is residing in. Great. Exactly, which right like, now is Again, but what does that do for me? What is the point of that? Well, you've just achieved enlightenment, John. That's, that's not – I am not enlightened, sir. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the – there are some corollaries like that that like – I don't know. I don't know. That's a good question. Right? Like, like, yeah, it's a decent thought experiment to do, but to say it's, like, life-altering, no. No. Like, yes, I can contemplate the pool of consciousness. I can be aware of the consciousness. And I can, if I so chose, always be aware of that consciousness pool. I'm going to call it a pool, because I like that analogy. The consciousness pool. But, like, why? Because all I'm doing is slowing my processing power down. Mm-hmm. It's and like running the- a background program that you don't need. Yeah. Like a massive one. Everything else is just going to run slower. Sure. Got you. Because it's almost like a two thought you're thinking of. That like first you experience the sight and then you experience the the consciousness piece of it. Yeah, right? Like, but So the question I guess I'm still waiting for an answer is why would you do that? There, I don't see a benefit to that. Yeah, and that's what Max posed at the beginning is like the so what of this conversation. Yeah, I guess it does. And come that's back the to idea that. of like, is the kind of the oneness of it all. But and what's the, the oneness? Like, what I don't. See, I don't see how the oneness connects to that duality. Is that once you're experiencing everything as consciousness, right? Like in the hypothetical that. Wherever you look, you could not only just see the experience, but see the pool of the experience. Okay. It's like nothing is missing in that experience. And this is just like, there's like a completion to it. There's like a belongingness to that way of seeing. That sounds like a religion. You know, you know what it sounds like? It sounds like in one of those like either action or superhero movies, the main character has to like unlock some inner power that the mentor is trying to teach, teach him how to unlock. (laughs) He's like, no, you need to understand all thought is one. All experience is connected. <laughs> yeah, like, like you need it to just think- sounds like, like, again, with all due respect to this guy, it just sounds like bullshit. Mm-hmm. 
Like, it sounds like he's intentionally talking in circles to sound smart. Yeah. Like, oh, everything's one. Yeah, everything's one now, guy. Like, here's my room with the fucking whiteboard and the chair and the lamp. Yeah, I like, don't feel like I'm whoop. missing anything from this experience. Yeah, right? like, I am very much in the moment right now. Like, if I... St- I'm, I feel grounded, yes. If I start thinking this way, can I, like, levitate objects? Woo! <laughs> 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 mm-hmm. Like, I don't I don't know how I can... I, like, I, I, if it's an exercise to be more in the moment, like, cool, but I'm already pretty in the moment. Pretty in the moment, yeah, I hear you. Right? Like... I, I might even go so far as to say I am completely in the moment. I am playing Rocket League and talking to you guys. And other than that, it's no thoughts, head empty kind of thing. Like, I'm in the moment right now. So I don't think I need to be thinking about the consciousness pool to get myself more in the moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel that. But I guess that was... I don't know. Is is that a good articulation of the pure consciousness thing? Because that was where I was going off of. It's just that question. Of like, is that well, like, possibility? I don't know if it's a good articulation because I don't know if I'm understanding it the way you're trying to convey it. But it, 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 like, based on what we've said, it sounds like pure consciousness is just living in the moment, like to the fullest extent, and being aware of that. Again, still kind of sounds like smart still guy bullshit to pick up chicks at a park. Levitation. Well, yeah, there is that yeah. possibility. Yeah, you never know. Speaking of levitation, how would that work in reality? It's just, uh, w- would- well, it's ma- it's magic. What do you mean? This is like the Rocket League again. No, okay. How would it? How would it? How would this thing that's not real work if it were real? <laughs> yeah. So, like, well, so like, like, think about it. Think about it. Think about it. Are you levitating? Can you ever levitate objects? Because objects are just a collection of atoms. Right? Can you so bend when, the laws of physics? Because if not, then no, because you can't because, overcome gravity. Because if you can, if you can levitate, right? If you can levitate atoms, if levitation only like affects the atoms, right? In theory, you could levitate someone's head off their body, right? Well, it's a fo- it's yeah. a force that you're applying, right? Like, to well, yeah, you're you're applying some sort of force. With and I guess the question is, are you applying it to? like, a specific object, or can you apply it to individual atoms or protons? Or- well, basically, well, logically, or- if we're thinking about this in terms of magic, like, most people would only be able to apply it to objects, and then, like, the grand wizard master of this whole thing would be able to apply it to whatever the fuck he wanted. I think it would like, work if the you other have, way around. if you have magic that- powers of levitation, you probably also have the power to rip someone's head off. Like, there's, there's gotta be a spell for that, right? <laughs> Whoops, my bad. I just scored on ourselves. Wonderful. Um, but anyways, no, I think, John, I disagree with the Grand Wizard thing, because I think the Apprentice would be the one that could levitate atoms at first. Well, and It would Phil, take a Grand Wizard to levitate a bunch of atoms all at once. Don't say Grand Wizard. Phil, this brilliant. entire conversation, this entire conversation is stupid, because you can't. And if you could, you would be breaking laws of physics. <sighs> I, I don't like that idea of, like, this... This idea has no practical use, so we should stop talking about it. No, but you're saying you're okay, saying like well, we just... what if it was real? But I don't understand what's different about the universe to make it real. You know what I mean? Yeah, like like to make yeah. it real, you have to make it not a practical no, thing. No, you no, have no, to make no, it an no, impossible. No, no. You're but asking I, I what if this impossible thing was possible? No, 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 no. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Chill. Phil, you're exasperating. Answer your own question. I'm saying. Okay, I'm saying we we'll always talk about levitation, right? Yeah. What but, if it was real? Answer the question. Like, how would that but happen? Levitate. Well, the que- my question is: Do you levitate 
an object, thus levitating all of its atoms, or do you levitate each individual atom, and so you collectively well, levitate what is a bunch an of object? atoms Ooh. to levitate an object? What does it mean to levitate, Phil? Yeah, I'm going, I'm going with number two. I'm going with number two. I think it's all the individual atoms of that particular You object. think it's all the individual atoms, all right. Yeah. No, I think, I think that's another really, like, pedantic, metaphysical thing that's not going to be interesting to anyone but us. About words yeah. Again, yeah. Like, there's like 18 different starting points to try to answer that question, and it would take three hours to cover them all. I don't know. I no. think you guys are being... Like, I think here, we just Phil, need to Phil. say... We just need to Levitation, you're just applying a force on an on something, right? It doesn't matter if it's like individual atoms yeah. or whatever. So yeah, if you had enough force, yeah. you could rip someone's head off, because it's just a force. It's just like the force. It's just Star Wars. The force. Right? Like, you can imagine a Jedi okay. with yeah. like enough force... To rip someone's head off, right? That could mm-hmm. be like the new Force power right. in the new Star Wars movie. Phil, here's and no another one thing. Would mind. Okay. Okay. I have a hat in front of me. It is not the Type Five hat. It is a Buffalo Bills hat. They won the AFC East. They're going to the Super Bowl. Go Bills! Knock on wood. Mm-hmm. Not jinxing anything. All right. It's sitting here because it's held down by gravity. Now, ready? Mm-hmm. I just overcame the force of gravity by lifting it in the air. But mm-hmm. if I sit here and try to rip it apart, I cannot break those atomic bonds. So, it stands to reason that if we can levitate things, the first thing we can do is levitate whole things because it's easier to overcome the force of gravity than it is to break bonds between molecules. Right. Okay, now that's a good point. I like yeah, that. Yeah, it's, it's, like it's just like a force. This is the sort of thoughtful discussion we need to, we need to think about. Well, there's your answer. Yeah. It's objects. There you go. It's objects That's the answer, okay, that's so the answer that I was saying, just John articulated it better. Like, Max, I'm with you, buddy. <laughs> yeah. You know I got you. <laughs> That's so good. I never saw it. gravity. That's I. I didn't think about the, the atomic force between atoms. Y'all just got yeah. science. But would now go for okay, it, Phil? No. Yeah, give go me another it. question. Go for it, Phil. So Do now, it. is it does it follow some laws of physics, i.e., you have to somehow expend energy to exert that force? Well, in most in most examples of using magic, yes. Yeah, because you you'd probably be exhausted okay. after. You know, a lot. Like the way the way that most like universes cover this in whatever like story you're telling, whether it's a book or a movie, is that it costs the amount of energy it would normally cost to do the thing. Not in the Force with Star Wars, right? They the can Force takes the, like, you have to exert yourself yeah. for that though, and they but they explain that yeah, as but like, it's not it's not Phil, equal to the Phil, amount they ex- of energy in Star Wars. They explain it as the midichlorians, which they never actually explain. As far as I know, I'm not really versed. Well, yeah, in the now Star you're Wars basically game, asking Star Wars to be more realistic. You're like, oh, I can't. St- why doesn't Star Wars follow the law of conservation of energy? Um, actually, <laughs> right. So, like, if we ignore Star Wars and use other examples, typically, I think that's a great thing to think about. Man. If we ignore Star Wars and use other examples, typically, it takes the amount of energy it would normally take. And then if we think of it, you guys, I, I, Phil, have you read Inheritance, that series with Aragon and that? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, it starts out being Great super series. hard, and then as you get more proficient at it, it drops to the baseline of however hard it is to do. And then yeah, as your exactly. strength increases, your magic powers increase. The Aragon books are not just called Aragon? No, it's, it's called the, the Inheritance, Inheritance series. series. Yeah. The first book is called Aragon. Yeah. That's a good movie. Yeah. Like the sequel. They like led up to a sequel too. And they good. Wait, 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 wait. wait. No, Hang it's on. a good book. It's a good book. It's the a fantastic book, awful. actually. Like the we are not is... sponsored by Christopher Paolini, but I wish to God we were because I would happily tell people to go Jesse, read that book. Jesse, if you've book. only seen the movie, you need to read all the books. I have only. Seen yeah. Them. Jesse, this is worse than people who have only seen the Harry Potter movies and not read the books. Max, are you agreeing with them here? Did you, did you get a yeah in there? Sorry, what was the? Agreeing with what? The, the Aragon. Have you read, have you read, read Aragon? 
Oh, I you could borrow them if you want. Have you seen the movie? I've seen the movie. I like the movie a lot, so I bet I'd like the books. I Jesse, it's funny. Most people who have read the books think the movie's awful. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Including me. I haven't even seen the movie because I heard it was so bad. The the books are very nice for some light reading. I would say. Phil, have you read the books and seen the movie too? I've read all the books. I've seen the movie and I've read all the books. My dad's also read all the books and he watched cool. the movie with Fantastic me. Fantastic read. <laughs> cannot recommend it enough. Well, I cannot disagree with Ken It's Hoffman, a great. So I think our show should be sponsored by Phil's dad. <laughs> all right. You know, one of the podcasts I listen to has a bit where every episode, they, they just, it's sort of like a little interlude in every episode. And they go, this podcast was brought to you by, and then they like insert a joke from that episode. So for example, they'll be like, this podcast was brought to you by pure consciousness, pure consciousness. We don't know what it is. You know, <laughs> oh, like that's that. great. Or they'll be like, this I podcast. I love that. This podcast was brought to you by Levitation. Levitation, is it on the atoms or the object? Who knows? Levitation. <laughs> yeah. You know, something like that. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. Ramblers, please follow our Twitter, at RLR Podcast. <laughs> I'm going to plug it every episode now, so you can skip the ending every you time. You should message our Twitter to let us know that there's more of you out there. Yeah, please. Like, I want to know that it's not just me and the boys talking to nobody except our You're parents You're going to be disappointed, I think. Like, I value our close friends and don't our Don't ask parents, questions you like, don't want the answer to. I want the answer. Tell me that I suck. I We're, dare we'll you. Get a, we'll get a follow from Turner, maybe. I think Turner, Turner already follows us. I think that's a thing oh, okay. already. He's very loyal. Like, fantastic. But follow our Twitter... Um, we're, I'm hoping to get back into the once a week kind of thing, but I make no promises about that. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's that. Good talking to you boys. Have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year, guys. Happy Have New a Year. very happy birthday. Have a very happy birthday, everyone. Happy. Pleasure talking. Good to hear from all of you. All right. Good night, good night guys. All right. Good night. <laughs>